Two competitive HL events are done and two more are coming. We got a total of 23 teams that are going to be in these upcoming ones. And we're going to do the daunting task of ranking them from first, second, all the way down to 23rd. We're joined none other than Das Altberg, the German. He's got a few drinks in him already. I've got my bourbon here. We're ready to do this and bring you all your latest news around the HL community here in episode 18 of Hell Let's Talk. And you notice, I was going to say, this, this is, is going to be an interesting episode, so I had to officiate, got on the full officiating outfit. Uh, Digi, you went with the dogs. You went with the dogs on this one. I just like dogs, man. We got them all in here. We got Patton's dog. We got Sergeant Stubby. We got Chips. Uh, you know, just went dogs because uh, you put on a referee uniform, and I know that's what you love, so I went with what I love. So it is, dogs it is, is what it, it is. It's good it to be is, back. Yeah, it is football season, but we're actually... You know, it's funny, a few episodes ago, we were talking about, like, competitive HLs dying, it's dead, you know, the uh, spring seasonal was canceled, and now we're, we're at it with a vengeance. Um, and it's, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be ramping up full speed real soon here. Like, we got back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back, uh, games, I know, in our lineup here at Esprit de Corps. Um, looking forward to all the fun and thrills that a competitive match can provide. So I think it'll be really good. And that is the topic of today's episode, competitive matches. <laughs> and what I'm also looking forward to, and you can't, you can't, you just can't keep this man in the green room. You just no. can't keep him. We got to bring him in. him in his country. <laughs> He's breaking <laughs> out, man. <laughs> we got to bring Das Alberg in. Das, welcome, buddy. And uh, he's still remembering that we use push and talk. Yep. <laughs> And here we go. Wouldn't be a show like Hell Let's Talk without some technical difficulties in the audio department. Hello, hello. It should there be he right is. There. There he is. Wait, what? Did you not hear my hello, hello just now? God damn No, we it. did not hear your hello, hello. <laughs> hello. Oh, because, because it's OBS. If I push to talk while I'm OBS, it's not actually sending the push to talk. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, mm. <laughs> and let, as you let, get let me redo it. Let me, me redo it. Right, hello, everybody. Two. Hello. Hello, Chet. Oh, there, there it go. is. There it is. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> I'm just going to get worse, Diggy. He's been drinking. What time is it over there in uh, the, the uh, proud fatherland? Uh, drinking time. Uh, drinking time. Isn't that all time? 23 minutes after 9 p.m. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That sounds well, solid. And actually, I got to give a shout out. Uh, if you're going to have any valuable member of your community, whether it be a commander or an artilleryman, Find somebody that works and uh, co-owns a liquor store because they give you the best recommendations. <laughs> uh, Here, I, yeah. got a, I got this uh, Mitcher single barrel uh, straight Kentucky rye. That's what mm -hmm. I got it going on tonight. And uh, based upon the pre-show, we, we went a full glass for this one because we're going to need it. Daz, what are you drinking over there today or tonight? I should stop clicking on OBS. I'm drinking a lovely Castelgi uh, traditional Sicilian lemon gin. I'm drinking lemon gin from Italy. Yay. That was fancy. Wow, that is fancy. That is fancy. Just, um, <laughs> we got, you know, we got contact to the Italians because of the thing in the past. 
<laughs> something, something that happened. You guys were really tight, you know. Uh, yeah, we were, you, we were on soccer together. That's why. That's why. Before we get into this, you drinking anything fun today? Oh, just kind of wake myself up. It's twelve o'clock here in the beautiful West Coast. Uh, just getting some coffee and Bailey's going, so keeping it real. Um, but. All the same, I'd like to say toast and prost to our German uh, co-host, Das Altberg, joining us Cheers. today. Prost. All right. So let's go ahead and um, just jump into it before we do the 23 competitive teams, which, uh, you know, was fun for producing this. Hopefully we'll have fun uh, having uh, with it. But let's kind of talk about the news. And I actually got I got I got to read from here. Uh, Dev Brief 143. I do like when the developers are honest. Uh, especially with their, you know, with their shortcomings. Uh, they say on here, you may have also noticed that developer briefings have been a little bit shorter the last few weeks as we've been very busy working on improvements for the upcoming patch. Yeah, they, we've got to, it's not necessarily just the last few weeks. I would say it's been, you know, there was a dry spell before update 10. Last one's not, not a lot of stuff for us to go from, but Digi, there is one thing. I know. One thing. <laughs> Look <laughs> at that smile. I've been waiting. Smile. I've been waiting. <laughs> so patiently what, what what for did you we we are bringing in the boom sticks uh trench guns are coming in i couldn't be the update and dev brief 142 gave us the lowdown that the winchester is coming into the game now a lot of technical aspects it was not a major proponent in the european front but think uh futuristically that could see its introduction into maybe a pacific front developers maybe pre-planning this one out but it was uh not as heavily used as more around uh bases and mp use but i could not care because i love shotguns shotguns <laughs> and me go back since the early gaming days with quake and doom i think it's the it's a great addition to this because they do what they're intended to do it's short range to medium and they're clearing trenches and houses uh, in lickety split. And I think we have a video of a Winchester here with a particular feature of the Winchester is called slam firing. And I don't know if it's going to make it in because I we haven't been teased a lot of stuff, but just watch how fast this shoots. Yeah, we're gonna go through it one more time here. It looks like it's holding five rounds. We'll, we'll, we don't know exactly what it's gonna come out to. Uh, so these five rounds go out. Yeah, two, and half, two and a half seconds, five rounds. So that's pretty much going to take care of any trench or clearing a house uh, game that I could foresee if this is brought in. But I love shotguns. I think this is uh, definitely a change for the better. I look forward to seeing how it's implementing. I've seen them in numerous World War II games in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. They can either be overpowered or they can be underpowered. So it's really finding that medium ground where, you know, they're, 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 they have a, their purpose and they, they function to serve that purpose. Uh, I can't wait. I well, the, don't know. The thing is also, which classes are going to get them? That's the big one, isn't it? That's true. And I definitely think we could see that coming in a support role, an engineer role. That's your traditional Fair. sense. It's more like yes. in the supporting, not so much in the in front. I'm going to be leading a charge with them. I cannot wait. <laughs> like, I am so <laughs> excited to have that news. Um, and I, you know, I think it, it, it's long overdue. So we'll see what comes of it. But True. it probably won't be a Russian variant. It's just going to be the U.S. Uh, maps for now. I don't know what they're going to do as a counterbalancing. So we'll see. Who knows? Maybe we see a drilling from the Germans. Exactly. Did the Germans have an equivalent of a shotgun in any yes, of their the, theory? Yeah, the drilling, which was handed out to the Luftwaffe. The airplanes had that on board. 
It was an emergency, like, uh, hey, we've been downed. It's kind of like a hunting rifle. Two barrels, uh, side-by-side shotgun with uh, a rifle round, I believe, underneath. The drilling was a very collectible uh, rifle and to this day. And, yeah, maybe we see that as as an equivalent on the German side. We will see. And I think you bring up a good point, Doss. You know, where where would this go to? Because I think the default <laughs> yeah. answer is like, let's give more stuff to support players. But yeah, man, support players now can see recon. Support players, like it's it's basically I feel like, what do we have to do to incentivize you guys to play the basic role that all our meta game is set up for? Like, <laughs> do we need kill streaks, you know, achievements or things of that nature? I don't know. But no, just, I can see the support. Just give it out to the medic, and everybody is going to say, "Hey, medic, cool." Medic, oh boy, uh, <laughs> life, life taker, and uh, saver there as the medic. But uh-huh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. So uh, they 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 said, um, you know, hey, we're working on uh, the upcoming uh, patch, and that'd be patch number sixteen. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of it, it kind of just sounds a little bit of lip service, if you will. But if you look actually at some of the patch notes, which we'll link down here. Uh, to the show notes here, um, packs at patch 16 actually kind of has some substantial meat uh, on the bone here, um, which I don't know if it's like to me, I kind of feel like, OK, I like these changes. I think they're good. I'm willing to give it a little bit more time. There wasn't say anything groundbreaking for update 10. Is this almost kind of feels like a little mini update? Let me go, let's go kind of go through a little bit of these things um, and let you guys decide whether this is worth the time or whether this should have been an update 10 with the early access uh, release. Um, general quality of life improvements. Highlight a few of these here. Uh, I know a lot of people, especially frustrating, they're going to orientate the compass to the map, uh, the tactical map, which I think for a lot of people, that is just something that blows their mind that this that you have this disconnect. Because uh, people can't think spatially. Like, again, it people that struggle with the map are still going to struggle with the map. I, I don't think orientating is going to make that much of a difference. Yeah. But people asked for it, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm one of the disgruntled few that liked how it was because it actually matched the actual, you know, that was the whole point to you're going to make an actual map and that's the layout. Keep it to the factual fact that that's the orientation. But Yeah. I know. Yeah, does that yeah. mean they're going to orientate the tactical map, which I think would be good? Or is mm-hmm. that going to be just, hey, simply, we're just going to line this up here? This um, is I, I, I think you're right, Digi. It's not like suddenly someone's going to do this and become map awareness god. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. this was the only uh, thing preventing me from having map awareness was true north and map north. I don't know. So, I mean, mm-hmm. in the end, we're north and south and west and east. This is unimportant. You just need to see, oh, there's a ping. Oh, there's a marker. You know where shit is if your squad leaders and everybody else interacts well. Very yeah. true. Very yeah. true. There's so many other tools out there. I mean, if you're gonna, if you want to get the technical, you can still say map north, even when the map doesn't uh, yeah, orientate fair. north, and they'll get it. Yeah, and when anybody says north, everybody's north. like, up, south is down. So, <laughs> so Whatever. we got that. Uh, they also said improving the reliability of voice over IP connections. Oh, now, this is boy. actually something I've, with the guys I've been gaming with, I've noticed that the voice over IP bug has actually started, got a little bit. Seems like that, that that little stock ticker starting to go up. More and more people having issues. So not sure yeah. if it's something that Viavox changed, if it's something going on with the servers or whatnot. Um, but they're, they're acknowledging that, hey, they're doing it. Now, what is the improvement? It says it doesn't say, let's say what it doesn't say. It doesn't say fixed. It mm-hmm. says improve. Which, it's ongoing. It's it, ongoing. And it'll always be ongoing. I think they've been continuing to crack down on it. And I haven't noticed any 
super technical bugs. I got hit with it once in the last month, and that's it. So I think it's gone down tremendously. It's trending away from being a hot topic. I don't, I don't know. What's I mean, your I'm, thoughts, yeah. Das? Does it ever happen to you? I'm. I mean, not. Well, I've only played so much, and I lose. Why am I on this show, goddammit? No, uh, but I think the, the thing is, back in the day, it was mostly that the, the voice of IP problem was that the, the quality was fine, but it kept cancelling out. And now the quality is very low on the voices, but at least it's working most of the time. So it's a bit like they, they dropped the quality overall with the sound quality, and yet the connections are better now. Hmm. That it's, sounds it's like the beginning one. of the show. We were having our technical issues and the bit rates <laughs> yeah. and all that fun stuff. So yeah, no, I, I think it's good. I'm just trying to stabilize at this point and uh, I'm glad it's not finished. As you said, it, it really hasn't said fixed. It's going to be ongoing and hopefully we get it to that point where it's just minute of an issue. I, I think, well, I, think yeah. I read something on a disc on the official Discord a few months ago that they mentioned one of the devs, I think Jumbux or somebody mentioned, oh, well, basically the voice over P bug is basically fixed. There's nothing really going on. And now they're going a bit back, so I think they have at least acknowledged that no, there is a bit of a bug, they need to fix it more. So that's thing I would say. Das is a braver man than me to jump in on the official <laughs> HL Discord. Oh, I love Angel, I love it. Basically, if I want to have a good time, I go into the feedback channel, just get myself some popcorn, some whiskey, some other thing, and just read for the suggestions. Oh, it's mm, bliss. That's, that's a hot <laughs> soup of chaos. I do not want to yeah. take a dip in. It's last quality of life. Of pain. Last quality of life improvement. I think this is actually nice. I'm gonna put a <laughs> timer on when the mark's on there so that you especially for tankers. You know, hey, when was the last time that tank was on there that was good? But they, there's also some meta dope. changes coming, Digi. Mm -hmm. As far as the meta changes, and we always like to talk meta, 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 because that makes the game. Uh, critical downed players. So this is you are in the near-death state, bleeding out, waiting for that medic that's never going to come to you, um, holding oh, hope. They no longer block spawns. Now, this is a big uh, strategy used by some of the veteran players and those in the know, is you could hold up a spawn wave coming out of a garrison within proximity. I think it's like yeah. 10 to 15 meters. 15 uh, meters, being, yeah. Being downed in that down position. If you were smart and you saw it, but they got you before you got the garrison, you could wait it out, choke off any spawns coming in there. And essentially, they had to throw a grenade at you. And I've had fun times telling people, I don't have any grenades. Can you please kill this guy? He's killing our spawns <laughs> for minutes and minutes and minutes of time. Um, but yeah, it is. it was a sound strategy, um, but it's going away. So that is going to be a huge meta change that I think those in the know will miss. I won't. I think, uh, you know, I think if you're yeah. going to do it, do it the pure way. Uh, don't lock it out just because you're dead. You know, it, you're dead essentially at that stage. Yeah. Once uh, you're incapacitated, you, <laughs> you're yeah. not, you're not right now. You're not providing any cap strength when you're capacitated. I know every single, yeah, I know DOS has done it. I know Inchon's done it. I've done it countless times, but you know, I won't miss it. I think it'll be a change for the better. I'm Go innocent. Ahead, yeah, I did that. Yes, yes. <laughs> you totally did. Yeah, don't of even course start. I did. <laughs> I I'm useless even that. in death. <laughs> <laughs> Useful, yes. Indeed. No, no, in my case, not. <laughs> the, uh, the other meta changes we saw was the uh, the repair stations uh, and the cost to build them with your resources has gone from 100 down to 50. Will that mean we will now actually see them being built on the battlefield? Well, let me throw this one in. They did the same change to the AT gun. And where do you still see these on the battlefield? So what are your thoughts, DOS? Do you think you're going to see repair stations being built out? To make a comparison, what are these ancient legends of AT guns you're talking about? <laughs> I haven't seen an AT gun since update 9, I think, at this point. <laughs> the legend no, foretells of an AT gun. <laughs> I mean, if, if you already built, no, if you're in a competitive scene, you had to build some repair stations for whatever reason, then you already built them. 
it's it's going to change a bit of the meta with competitive, but public, I mean, it's it's like garrisons. It's a thing that's not getting built. Right. Yeah. It's that extra two minutes. Uh, who's got time for it, right? I've, I, you know, yeah. I, I've loved tanked as a tanker and sat next to three of those you are indestructible so they do have a place uh when used effectively but public matches i think it's the same same as asking for somebody to build a node or a garrison <laughs> really depends on the game and who's playing end of the day i think they're still trying to show some more tankers some more love like man yeah. like tankers tankers have been views what else could we possibly you know give to tankers and one other thing i think they're changing the uh rockets for the americans is that right digi that is true. So now, goodbye, U.S. Advantage. They're taking everybody down to the level playing field of two rockets. Uh, AT, and as we were talking in our last tanking episode, last show, uh, AT's been overpowered up to the distate. Germans always had two in their Panzer tricks, and then we are coming down to the base. Bazooka having two rounds for the Allies, so everybody's get a level playing field. I think we're going to see a little less yeeting. We're going to see a little less rockets used for infantry purposes, uh, clearing buildings and stuff. Uh, what am I kidding? They're still going to be shooting at, at soft <laughs> yeah. targets, and, and you're going to get blown up by more. So I think it's realistically, it's a good balance because the smart players will now have to flank as they always have been. Um, those in the know will always try and get those shots in the ass of a tank uh, prior to just yeeting one from 200 feet and crossing your fingers. So I don't know what you guys, uh, yeah, I think AT has been overpowered. So this was a good change in my opinion. What are your thoughts there, John? I mean, I think if you look at the 18v18, it was interesting watching the videos where just it was just rockets going back and forth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some type of like Star Wars battlefield. Just, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, I, they could two ways they could have taken this. Uh, either they could have made the Panzer Shrek more powerful to mm -hmm. offset for the two, or they could have reduced it and made it very symmetrical instead of going asymmetrical with it. Um, I think for the tankers, this is once again our love. I never understood why the U.S. got the mm -hmm. advantage when clearly, you know, historically. Now, we don't got Johnny Gunner on the show, but the Panzer Shrek was a more effective weapon mm -hmm. uh, against armor. Yes. So, yes. Um, talking about armor, uh, there's a few things going on there. Uh, they're going to go ahead and reduce the collision effects uh, or the size of the collision so that shells should not get stopped by one piece of barbed wire or, you know, <laughs> shooting through fences, things Thank of that nature. So those European-engineered um, barbed wires, man. You can't break them. Yeah, but strong. Strong like ox. <laughs> um, and then I, I do like this one. They're going to be adding the ability for the gunner to do more precise movements by using, like, a shift, almost like the sniper. You know, where you can mm -hmm. kind of hold your breath, get a little bit more precise. I like this because as we talked about on the last episode, they said they kind of reduced the skill ceiling of tanks with the update 10. I think this might be a nice, uh, you know, acknowledgement or something that a skilled gunner could hit more precise shots than just anybody else. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes out of there for that. Um, but Das, I think, you know, the big problem or the big thing they've been highlighting on the PTE uh, and I don't know if you've got any, uh, is the Stalingrad, Stalingrad updates as far as optimization. What's your overall thoughts on like Stalingrad and future optimization to it, Das? I could do a little skit here. My idea oh. about Stalingrad is, 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 is the following. Funny <laughs> <laughs> German, I know it's insane, but I, I have played Stalingrad and it's, 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 it's a hard map at the moment because of the lags of the little micro little lags. Uh, secret little buildings that nobody knows about there. You can literally go inside the roof of buildings and shoot down with some, you know, that yellow house. Oh, so many people died there. But <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's an odd one because you, 
Let me just let me just bring you back. You now you're young. You think about oh the Battle of Stalingrad. How is it gonna look? Well, it's it's gonna be filled with snow. It's gonna be house ruins, and it's just gonna be a dire situation. And you get a summary feel. It it's such an odd map to look at. Yeah, well, I I think these optimizations. It's the same old cheeky breaky map, but it's now gonna be less GPU yeah. break breaky map. So yeah. we'll really have to see how that plays out and what optimization done i think it's going to be the same smart pass materials that they did in the past um for the the tanking so if, if I, it all improves my gpu and my fps goes up i'm smiling i still don't like playing that map i i, I don't <laughs> I, I hold on hold on i don't want to let this pass by because i want to give credit and let me give that 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 to brief because did you put in the show notes specifically cheeky breaky and i was like i don't know if i've actually ever seen it spelled out cheeky breaky but less gpu breaky i was like that, that, that joke needs to breathe a little bit there let's let's just breathe it in so no uh, i, I think the hard, it's the hard bass man get get culturized <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's russian hard base <laughs> uh but yeah other bug fixes we in the same vein that we've done and fixed is the throwing grenades with poor network conditions can cause the player to become unable to throw that type of grenade I didn't know that was Bullshit. an issue. It's tied to the connection, and I'm going to turn no. this right over to DOS. What's your thoughts? It's I not connected. That's bullshit times five. <laughs> I have that bug a lot of times, and I get it on Australian servers, on German servers, on American servers, English servers. I get them on all the time. Not all, always constantly, but it's not due to the connection. If that is a problem, then holy shit, what the fuck? But it basically, but if the bug you're getting, Diggy, no, no, the bug you're getting is you, you, you equip the, the grenade, you click the left mouse button to throw the grenade, and the animation blip, just waddles for a second, then the animation phase that cooldown is on, and you can't throw the grenade, and then you try to keep throwing, you keep throwing it, nothing is happening. And then you get shot, my friend. <laughs> like, I've been there, I've been in that. I, it's, I, it's, like, it's the most horrible fucking bug, because you'll be like, coming up on a, an OP, and you want to throw the nade at it to and you're just sitting there like, uh... <laughs> if I can trail off for a second. There's, there's one bug that's worse that's still in the game. Oh which boy. none of you fuckers know. Because none of you are playing Medic. But I'm the fucker that played Medic when it was still 1 XP for bandaging and 2 XP for reviving. Hardcore. I grinded Medic back and I was a moron. But anyway, I loved it. But the bug is that nobody knows about except Medics. There's often a body on the floor and you try to revive him. But the body's actually not there. It's only there for your client, for your player. But mm. the actual corpse is 10, 20 meters away. So you run in the open, try to resurrect him. You get killed, and then you hear, why didn't that other medic help me? It's the ghost uh, momentum, man. Your body carries through the afterlife, didn't you know? There's some kinetic energy at, at play, we don't know. I, I know what you're talking about, because yes, you can be teleported from where you thought you died, and, and you're like, what the f What? <laughs> you know, I'm right I there mean... with you. Uh, good, yeah. good thing, good thing nobody plays medic. That's exactly yeah. what my point. I always feel bad for like the level 30 or 40 that joins my squad. It's like, hey guys, I'm going to be medic. And I'm just like, oh, you're running with a bunch of level 200s. We're not going <laughs> to wait for you, buddy. We're yeah, not going to release. Like... <laughs> I, I don't crush yeah. people's dreams that come up with that. And the final and last bug fix that they did, and this is... Other than the grenade, I think the most infuriating is there was no quit or leave server button at the end of the game screen. So if you're done playing, you couldn't leave. It was like a Hotel California. You were, you were stuck in the lobby until the next game started. Then you can just hit escape and then leave game that way. But you would be locked in at that final page. You know, you, your points already been out, tallied and you just want to get the hell out of there, go to bed. 
but you're stuck there until the two minute timer winds down and the next map loads. So that was a very annoying bug that I'm glad to see fixed. But there's yeah. more. I think, uh, I think I yeah, think so section there in Sean, because this. Yeah. So this isn't the, of all the bugs that have been in there. And like, granted, that's a quality of life. Bug. Yeah. We talk yeah. about the, the grenade. That's a that's game breaking. Game breaking. Yeah. There is one other that I don't know if people have realized how frustrating it is. The American Industrial Complex apparently has just been in overdrive. They've been working overtime and they have teleported back bulletproof glass for the transport and supply vehicles. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, but you've been frustrated, you might have been in a moment kind of like this right here. This is actually coming from Max and Molly here. He gets a transport truck. He's on the SCG. He's laying in it. Oh, man. That's okay. Second one must have missed. Here comes this transport truck right there. It's just a bad shot. That's all oh, it is. <laughs> With love to Max. Yeah, let's watch it one more time. And yes, the Discord ping, if you guys are listening to Discord, someone didn't join is actually in this video. A uh, little trolling there. There you go. No one joined your Discord. But look at this. Look at this. Right in the head. Finally gets him on that. I mean, that's just, ugh. That's just ugly. I mean, that has to become, that fix has to come in update six. Um, I have to say, once I realized this, I've actually used this to my advantage a few times when <gasps> driving a supply truck. Oh, you're damn right I am. Going yeah, I think you fucking run me over once or twice with that. And it is the most <laughs> furious thing. Like, it, it's just infuriating. Like, I lose my mind. You know I've hit um, you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Actually, this is actually a new feature they're going to introduce, uh, which is going to for the commander abilities, uh, bulletproof glass for trucks. It's gonna be the uh, it's gonna be the Popemobile. I want the Popemobile. That's an around. achievement, I would say. That's an achievement. You don't get killed by driving the truck for five hundred hours. Popemobile achievement. That's good. Popemobile. I like it. We, yeah. listen, I, I, we don't have Mosca in on this one. We're always gonna say shout out to Mosca, Johnny Gunner. We're bringing you back on next episode. Uh, but yeah, we we need Mosca to do the Popemobile supply truck going around. We're just the commanders oh, waving at people left and right. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's it. And uh, I was going to say, there's been some other news happening around. Uh, DOS, we talked about last show, your suppression mechanic video was a great reminder to uh, have you back or bring you on the show finally. Uh, I think the word's kind of gotten out around that. Um, Replay on that one. Have you changed any of your gameplay since you've realized that suppression mechanic, DOS? Uh. Mostly as a joke, because people now keep telling me, Albrecht, why don't you go medic? Because then we get less suppression. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not, not really. Uh, I have noticed, I have act the thing is, you actively notice it as soon as you, because you, I watched that part last week, no? uh, and you actually cut it off, because I actually afterwards also show when you're, it's just the squad leader and you next to each other. It actually is just helping if you're straight next to the squad leader, it already reduces the incoming suppression by quite a bit. Yep. So I started yep. noticing if I, I played with, uh, I played some Hell Loose today with uh, Bill and some others. Well, Bill Jammin, yay. And, and actually I noticed that as soon as, I, as soon as Bill is getting closer to me, the suppression is getting noticeably lower. If you mm. actually focus on it, you actually notice that shit. It's yep. not going to so, help me, but it, it is a nice idea. Okay, so Das, so, you, brought, you brought up a good point. While Bill Jamming, he has not put out a video. Yeah. He, he yeah. has made a video. He didn't release the video before update yes. 10. I saw a yes. little bit of private reserve of Wild Bill there, you know. Uh, what are we going to do to get Wild Bill to make some more videos, Doss? Uh, the, the problem is, I, Secret Infos Bill, actually made a video some weeks ago, a full video about notes. <laughs> and he didn't upload it. He actually deleted it and he sent it to the devs. Oh. He, told, uh, he, told, he told the devs, guys, 
This is shit. And they said, yeah, thank you very much, Mr. Bill. I, I, I don't know what the accent they have. Thank you, Mr. Bill. No, that's very nice. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think Bill would be flattered by your accents. This is me trying <laughs> to do you. <laughs> I, I'm not for my great accents, I know. We, but we yeah, got to do I, the I, wild Bill impression. Laid back in the chair. Laid way, all the way back. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Bill doesn't want to upload just videos of him moaning about everything. But right. basically, that's the thing that would Isn't be that necessary. Isn't that what the British do? Isn't that what the British do? <laughs> It's oh, it's a very weird. rainy country. It's a very that's yeah, all very I can so. say. All right. Well, anyway, having a little fun you with there. You American fuckers, you. <laughs> I'm in Canada, but all right. Ah, yeah. It's, it's all the same. So, let's get to the heart of the show here. Really getting into the competitive spirit. And if there's anybody that has probably watched more competitive games, uh, it's got to be Das Alberg uh, doing the broadcasting. Uh, was one of the original guys to bring competitive HOL before the admin cam to the mainstream. Done a great job with that. Yeah. Um, we've got we've got competitive. We had was it the 18 v 18s wrapping up. We just got the final two. Uh, I want to say it's uh, DC versus 82nd AD going into the finals. You just had the Summer Cup wrap up with Core yes. beating Hive. You've got competitive scrims going all the way around as people get ready for the fall seasonal i believe september 10th you got the hl premier league kicking off from br1 yes. a whole different kind of setup where you actually go into a more seasonal type of play and then a single elimination round knockoff and with all this going on and people in new clans moving around and you know who's who and what's what i decided to have as opposed to just say here's who the teams are let's, let's have a little fun with it let's pick the meat on this bone Let's have let's like actually try to rank all these competitive teams between what they've done in the seasonals and what they've done in the international cup and where they're going out and have a little fun with it. And Doss said that was a horrible idea <laughs> because it does. So before I jump into it, some of the challenges on this, go ahead and explain some of the challenges of ranking these guys. Well, the problem is with ranking any of the teams is what format, as in 50 versus 50 or 18 versus 18. Uh, it depends on which map they have. It depends on which players are available. You might get some amazing players one week, and you might get the 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 cannon fodder next week. Yeah, uh, it's it's so it's so it's so varying. It's so liquid. I think is the term for that. It, it's so it's so varying when it comes to actually deciding. Oh, these guys are amazing. Like, like my example is the 82nd AD. Ah, an OC. Oh, they're on the guys. list. We're gonna get there. I, I know, I know. But it's about there. Oh, they are doing this, and then the next week they're doing this. So it's it's really gonna be hard to say. Oh, these guys are either shit or they're amazing or they're somewhere between. It's gonna be very, very wide. If I could, I'm not gonna spoil anything. But I already have one winner that is gonna win definitely the next uh, tournament. <laughs> He's got his ace in the sleeve here. So and it's not gonna be pie. Let's talk about who's not on this list, and when when because there's a lot of communities. So. If you are not participating in the HL Premier League or the um, Fall Seasonal, we did include you, with exception of one community, Exodus, um, mm -hmm. because I think they believe, when we'll talk about this, I think they will be coming into the competitive. They were involved on the Summer Cup. Uh, they got a lot of history, but we had to include Exodus. But teams that aren't on there, Digi, who's some of the teams we're not involved in right now? Well, we've got Never Play Alone, MPA, uh, Holding Flanks, Killing Tanks, and I've... Got that right this time because I'm re I'm reading it right off the page. HFKT out of Australia, uh, the Australian Inf uh, AIF, um, another Australian team I believe, um, Phoenix and 143rd Texas. Yeah, are the AIF. teams that are not gonna be part participating on this list for the reasons you were just mentioning. Yeah, AIF uh, Allied Imperial Forces. I know they Allied have Allied Imperial uh, Forces. Yes, two out of three right. that they wound up doing better than uh, 
getting the best of HFKT. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I always say talk a little bit about that. MPA has decided to kind of back off from competitive play. Now some of their members may be joining some other communities uh, to still get some of that. But uh, MPA, I think, was one of the bigger names in that list that's been involved in a lot that's kind of going into a rebuilding period since the uh, beginning uh you know those guys the uh, dicks originally and turned into mpa uh been part of the community for since the early days of the development of this game so you're gonna see those kind of faces and names still floating around uh playing other groups um ourselves like uh, spree we have a couple of mpa players joining us in for the odd game here and there and uh fantastic people happy to have them so let's go ahead and uh, the other team that's not going to be ranked on here is I think it's not fair to rank ourselves. Digi mm-hmm. and myself, both part of Esprit de Corps. Um, so we're, we're not giving a ranking to us. Um, we'll just got a little introduction here. Or we're paired up with Garrison OnlyFans, who Garrison OnlyFans were a subcomponent of MPA as a self kind of, you know, contained unit. Uh, they're now paired up with us. Uh, we came over from uh, the Hell Let Loose training camp. Um, we haven't got a lot of competitive experience. Well, you know, we've had it before in other organizations. We got two scrims under our belt. We're a North American team. That's about it. I was going to say, did you any, anything to kind of add before we, we just kind yeah, of like I said, there's ourselves? A lot of, we've got a lot of experience in competitive, but we, as this new formation uh, under Esprit Corps, have not played anything tournament ranked, so we will disclude ourselves, and it eliminates any bias. Das could say whatever he wants, but we cannot. Indeed. I'm very biased. <laughs> very biased. So let's go ahead and just jump to it right now. Ranking, that's 23, you know, we put on there. But this is ranks 19th through 22nd. Mm-hmm. And I think on this lower tiers, like, it's kind of hard to actually say, hey, these are higher than this one. We got to play it out. Um, Power Pits Gaming Team, did you? We've actually had them on the show before. Frank came yep. on. Yep, Frank came on. Uh, and I, I would say, you know, two of these teams, actually, Power Bits and Easy, have been a foundation of uh, the HL community that actually has had other people split off and go to other teams. And yet they're still here. They're still active. They're still involving uh, good, good teams all around good communities. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say DOS. We, I think we've seen tango a few times uh, on, on the matches. Correct. Yeah. At the start, I thought it, oh, Tango was just 22nd uh, Panzer Grenade, but they have. Uh, I'm going to make the joke again in a moment when we see them. Uh, but I have Tango. Yes, we have seen Tango a few times, actually. Yeah. I think we're in the few cups. Yep. And then, and then I mean, they're in there. Um, I was going to say they're, they're, they've, they've been involved in a lot of teams. They got some experience. Haven't quite you know, pinched up or gotten a, a big win yet, kind of under the belt, at least for what we can see in our history. And I'll let you guys know. This was a uh, as much research as I can done. If I miss something before, uh, I'm sure you will let me know in the comments. Uh, the great thing about the internet, they will always let you know if you mess up. Uh, oh but here's here here's things that I actually want to put on this. This is the first French team that we're going to see on this list. Uh, ARC Advanced Recon Commando. Unless I'm going to slot. Oh, hold on, Das. Go ahead. Can you get Can you get us our French? Les papis. Les papis flingeurs. Oh, so much better than I could have done. So uh, uh, now we, we consulted my French uh, expert on this. Apparently, this is like the Fighting Grandpas. I kind of like it. Wee wee. Name. Very yes. great. I love their icon on here. Uh, they've been fighting together for a year. Uh, been involved in some of the French competitions, whatnot. I think this is. I think this will be interesting to see what they do uh, as they've been together for a year. Come to get uh, seeing what they can punch. Uh, they're actually going to be part of the fall seasonal. And once again, guys. 
Not all these teams are in the same league. This is all 23 going across the board. Before we get off this screen, anything that stands out to you, Doss or Digi? Uh, yeah, like I said, this is by no means nomen defining. Like these are all wonderful communities. This is just how the performance in the competitive scene has gone through. And yeah. I did not rank them. And Chun did all of this <laughs> ranking. So if you're going to point a finger, that guy down there. <laughs> I mean, ranking wise, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you because I have never seen an actual tango match. I have seen their names uh, yeah. on competitive things, but I've never yep. seen them play. Easy combat I've seen play once. They're all right. Yeah. Uh, the French, I, I don't know, and I should not talk about them because I'm German. Uh, Power Bits, of course, <laughs> we know because they are one of the original OC. OC, sorry. One mm -hmm. of the older communities where 82nd was made from, and other communities were made from because they split off now. So they are the the the, the brute mother of of Hell at Loose clans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they get I, some respect the for just being older. <laughs> I, I don't know what the term would be, but I'm. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm, like I'm, uh, I'm gonna go use that word because I'm German. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. Go with it. So, all right. So let's get on to the uh, the next grouping here. Getting into the 16th through 18th. You talked mm -hmm. earlier about the 20th PZG, who are actually pairing up with the the second AD as part of the HL Premier League. Uh, we got the first introduction of the Russians on this mm -hmm. list. Uh, PKKA, which I actually reached out to them, stands for the Workers and Peasants Red Army. Or uh, which is just kind of short as the Red Army. Um, I'll give credit to them. In the fall seasonal, uh, they actually placed fifth place out of eight, so had a good showing mm -hmm. there. Um, and then we actually got some newcomers coming on here. The Czechoslovakian Battalion, uh, who on the International Cup actually placed fourth. This is kind of hard for me to say. Do they make the top 15 off of one tournament? International Cup has some good guys going on. And this uh, is the first competitive event they took part of, right, that we were aware of? Well, they had the International Cup, which was a little bit, I would say, uh, it wasn't as necessarily big names as the seasonals that WTH mm -hmm. puts on, uh, but it still had some quality uh, teams that are ranked a little bit higher on this list. Um, for these these three, I mean, DOS, we've seen a lot of 20s PCG. They actually had a pretty good 18v18 performance, both in the last 18v18 and even again in this 18v18. Um, Got it in the chat here. Star Lords, uh, get, let us know. The CSP guys have been around uh, since the beginning of HLL as well. That's yeah, so other OG group. Uh, yeah, I, first time hearing of them, but yes. Well, and I, I think you're going to start to see these that some of these teams making the transition from casual to mm -hmm. competitive as more and more teams come into the competitive area and more and more events come up you know regionally based right we've got so many different leagues that are sprouting up just regionally located you know i think the aussies had a really good thing going down in the oceanic uh, tournaments we've had a lot in north america and the european uh, have, have have a lot of private tournaments so there's a lot of opportunities to jump in and get on this so yeah. if you're an up-and-coming yeah. team definitely don't hesitate talk to anybody around and get in there it's yeah. not that hard Doss, I mean, is there anybody, anybody on this list yes. that kind of you say that might actually surprise, get a few big wins, or, you know... Uh, 20th Panzergrenadiers. Panzergrenadier. Mm -hmm. Panzergrenadier. I'm, well, I'm talking American-German. Panzergrenadier, there we go. That's um, the whole reason we brought you on the show, buddy. I, I need to point out that I'm a bit biased on the 20th because of quite a few of them are actually followers of my channel, yada, yada, yada. But I have seen them playing. They can actually do some good shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I no, know it's... CSP, I haven't seen them as in, I haven't seen games, but I know they can do some good shit. I have not heard ever about the workers and peasants, Red Army, but PKK, that yeah. shit. They, they could still be amazing. Wait, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a moron, PKK, yeah, I have seen PKK. 
Yeah, well, no, I'm, right, I'm a moron. Yeah, they they were interesting. Let's face it like that. Yeah, yeah they, uh, uh, me and in China personally have played on 20th Panzer Grenadiers and the PKA recently in a scrimmage match. Um, yeah, definitely two teams to watch out for. I think the organization is definitely there to to become a powerhouse. Um, I think it's it's a good building block uh, group. Definitely yeah. looking getting in more competitive matches. I don't know if these teams are going to take down any top tens, but I can definitely mm -hmm. see them pulling down a win that oh, yeah. makes us makes us kind of you know look up and go, okay, they got something going on there. Uh, mm -hmm. I think twenty. I think you're right on the right track with the twentieth on this one, Doss. They've got the built. They've got the foundation built. Yeah. If adding the second AD, I think it's going to be a little bit of a wild card factor. Is that going to be enough for them to punch? You know, and maybe take down a top ten team on this list. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but it's definitely a wild card factor. So let's go ahead and get in. So this this those were the last couple groupings on there. Let's get to you know rank by rank, really kind of top fifteen here. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna go ahead and start with number fifteen. This was a this was an interesting one for me to be. I, I think we the arguably kind of say you know maybe they float up a couple ranks. Um, but BR one and TL for those that don't know, this is actually they have their genesis from Easy Company, mm -hmm. and each different time I want to say the line broke out first. And then BR1 broke out separately, and now they've mm -hmm. kind of you know they've been independent, but they're coming together as alliance for the competitive uh, scene. Um, now, as an alliance, though, I don't know though. It's kind of hard to kind of hard to see where they're at. Uh, if you go back to the fall season in 2020, when they were all under Easy Company, they placed seventh. If you look at the winter seasonal, when it was just the line, they also placed seventh. They've had a couple scrims going around. I think they've faced Seanut. They've had a couple other ones, um, but they haven't gotten that kind of signature win or signature tournament focus. Or I think yet. that's pretty appropriate at number 15th. Uh, seventh place finish in the fall season. Okay, I think pretty high standing um, to get in there and take yep. seventh. So I think yep. I would put 15th as probably a fair gameplay, depending, uh, you know, yeah. two teams broke away. Um, but the main component of the competitive players are representative here in BR1 and uh, the line. So I could Correct. I could see 15 yeah, being yeah. appropriate. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. There's a likely chance of an upset out of these guys. I think you could see some sort of like the 20th uh, Pennsylvania's. I think you see an upset of, you know, somebody in the, in the lower and upper tens. Um, you just don't know. I think there's a there's a wild card situation that could come up. Maybe a preferable map and uh, point location could could swing a win this way. Correct, correct. I think that from the you know the American teams, I would love to see more actual North American teams coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. well, there's a few more on on the well, one more North American team on this list going there. But uh, I'm really kind of pulling for these guys. I want to see them make the North American uh, scene uh, better. I know they're trying. Uh, give credit also to BR1 for hosting and organizing the HL Premier League. If this was an administrative mm -hmm. list, they would be up much higher for the work they're doing mm -hmm. on there. That's never uh, easy. But this is not an administrative list. This is a power ranking list. And we're going to go straight to number 14. And this one actually kind of had some fun. I did not know too much about FLL. What? Can't say I do either as another... What? Enlighten us, the pond. Please, Doss, give us. You the don't know what the Finks lose. I played on their server once or twice, but that's about all what? the experience I have with them. It's the fans that lose. They are an older community. They are an amazing community with great servers, with uh, great admins that respond quickly. 
if you want to sponsor me, Fins Let Loose, just just. No, <laughs> it sounds me. like we got a fanboy over here. <laughs> no, but the thing is, why I know the Fins Let Loose. Oh, this oh, guy's drinking vodka I... and jumping in cold lakes already. <laughs> no, I, the reason is I know one of the streamers of the well, the one of the former head, uh, Fins Let Loose players mm-hmm. who was Jinx, the Swedish man who's living mm-hmm. in Finland. No? Uh, I know the Fins Let Loose. They are all right. They do have some cheeky little plays that they. Which they don't always show, but when they show them, they sneak little place. They can do some little magic. I think that would be the term. Yeah, they're all right. right. They're all right. I would say that place fourteen is fair. Yeah, and I was gonna say, talk about some of that magic here. They actually got a win against eighty second uh, AD back in March of twenty twenty one, and we'll talk about eighty second. I think that's gonna be one of the more controversial ones on this one. Uh, but in the international cup, they lost to Lost Squad in the quarterfinals, who went on, I believe, to win the international cup. Uh, for yeah. that one, Lost Squad was no joke on that one. I know they previously got, I want to say, uh, second in uh, the fall season 2020. So at that time, great community, Finland Loose bringing in. This is one of those teams making that kind of uh, bridge from casual to competitive. Um, I also highlighted here that their roots go deep in FPS games. Red yeah. Orchestra, Rising <laughs> Storm 2. When I see a team that has those kind of FPS r- roots, um I, you, you you can't let up on them you know you, they're going to bring their best they're going to they're going to have the history they're going to know the right angles they're going to know you know <clears throat> they're not just going to be charging in there especially with those last two games if someone came to us um what, what's to say said i have a call of duty background and battlefield i was like nah, hey, okay yeah, hey, yeah. we're picking on that yeah, yeah people you can know. change but, I, you know and I, I i like what you said like it's another up and coming and Doss has been saying they've been around forever, so definitely the town pool's there. Um, I like the Nordic people. I think uh, there's a world-class people up there, so can't wait to play them. Give us a shout, Fins Let Loose. We're always looking for scrimmage partners. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's good to see. And number 14th, if Doss is cool with it, I'm cool with it, because he knows more than I do it's, about Fins Let Loose. The Fins are great guys, I can tell you that at least. It's fair. So let's go on to... 13 here. This one, uh, get, we get our first introduction of the Germans. That's Germans, yeah. mm-hmm. The uh, 38th Infantry Division. There it is. Um, yeah. This one, this one was kind of interesting. Uh, 38th have been around in the competitive scene uh, a decent amount. They actually had a pretty good showing in the Summer Cup, was th- ranked third uh, mm-hmm. in the Swiss system, and then actually lost 05 to the Spaniards, 501st, and the Bastardos. Um... Uh, this one, I, I think, I think this is the. How do we say this? The Germans in this game are freaking amazing. <laughs> and, and it's really hard. Like if you're gonna say this is the uh, the lowest ranked competitive German team, still means that they're one of the best in HL. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, das, you want to give us some German insight there? The 83. Infanterie Division uh, community is a great place. They have some good people. They have some. That was actually German. Yes, I know, fuckers. Uh, they have some <laughs> cool people. They have some Texas. I have not seen all of their matches. Mm-hmm. I've seen like, like five matches, I think. Four yep. matches, five matches. But they have. They are all right. I don't know if they can have. Well, I don't know if they can actually. Uh, for 50 people themselves from the size mm-hmm. of the community but if they they are great in addition to any kind of team as in a team up they could do really well if they actually team up with some other groups so yeah, well, who do you think would make a good matchup with this group if you were just shot call i mean uh, I'm, match, I'm, play matchmaker for me there dos who do you think would take 38th into the top 10 
I mean, uh, I, I, of course, can't tell who I think will win the next tournaments, all the tournaments. Um, but I would say that if they team up with Korra, for example, they would probably win everything. <laughs> and well, and Core is on the list, so Core I was going to say, solid, I, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I think this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, note on there: the Summer Cup, they were paired up with the ninety first, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, hosted that. Um, so now they're going out on their own. I could see this one where they want, you know, they definitely want to punch above without them pairing up. You know, Doss. I think this one's going to be interesting. I'm pulling for them. But if I see this upset, this is where I see an upset going with one of those, uh, you know, 19 to 23rd ranked teams going against the 38th, getting to win here. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I, this is going to be a matchup yeah. that I'm looking for. All right. And number 12. One thing, one thing I can say for the 13th, for the 38th, they have one of the best logos because they really did well on the logo. Ooh, it did. I just I want did. to point out because I love their fucking logo for some reason. I do love the logo. <laughs> the, I'll, I will get to my number one logo favorite when we get to there and call that out. But uh Lovely. So let's go, let's go back down. I would say uh, the Strum Elite. If this is probably the premier mm-hmm. South American team coming out, uh, their clan tags S E V H. It's one of those where I think you don't really notice them too much in public games until all of a sudden this guy is your nemesis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, huge group. Uh, you know they have their own server. Like fantastic bunch of people uh, looking to expand more into the competitive scene. They've been around for as you see 2016 so been around for a long time a lot of active players you can commonly see them uh, across server boundaries as the south american servers either hit or miss uh depending on how people how full they are but you will definitely run into an se vh player and they will be able to perform well within your squad so i think it's a great community um and definitely putting them top south american team that i've encountered uh definitely first if not you know top two yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> like, it's spot on there. Good. This was a this was a hard one for me to rank them up to number twelve, and I was gonna say mm. this is also based upon per- personal experience I've had with them. The one data point is they did face the camp back uh, last month, and they were actually up three two. They wound up losing five zero on the match, but uh, it was Kursk. It was a Russian map. This is really going to be their first kind of major introduction that we've seen them on the international stage. I think it will also be interesting. To see what server people play on, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> that's one of those variables. You get one of those uh, Finland is servers. the greatest killer, as they say. Um, exactly. You know, I think I could not. You know, I see why twelve was a difficult position. Like if I was to re-rank this, um, I'd probably have them around like sixteenth. Uh, I just haven't seen their breakout can play in tournaments. Yeah. Uh, just been scrimmages up to this point that I've noticed. I would probably not put them as low. But uh, definitely uh, forced to reckon with any any game you play. They've got a good organization over there. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I, I can't tell much about the Sturm Elite, which is not written that way. I think you mix up the R and the U there. Sorry. The Sturm, Storm. <laughs> uh, but they are using a <laughs> the logo of Prussia, which is a few hundred years earlier. Yeah. I'm just going to that mostly. Oh, boy. It's cool. It's, like it's a... a- it's cool. It's like saying, oh, we are Americans. You do like a like a little uh, feather thing with one of the American tribes, the natives. <laughs> yeah. It's really no, an we just, one. We just, if we could, we put a hamburger on a flag. <laughs> I mean, that would be delicious and lovely. Be delicious. Like you get some bacon on there too. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I have heard that the Brazilian scene is growing a bit and had it loose. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking forward to see some Brazilian, some South Americans play this game as well. Exactly. Maybe next year we get a Mexican. 
community. Maybe. Well, and I think I've kind of flipped over here to number 11, but before we leave that, yeah, I think yeah. this is ranking them much more on their potential heading into this one. Um, it's really hard on this to, you know, do we rank where they've been or where I think they're going to be? That one right there. Uh, if you guys wind up coming with your own list, I can definitely, you know, see that. But man, I, I, I got a feeling they're going to punch above their weight uh, to get to the top 12. But getting to the top 11, uh, here has been um, the premier. Have we, have we said that too many times? The I think top, you've said it too many times. <laughs> I think I have. The top shelf. <laughs> Uh, Spaniard communities, uh, really 501st um, and the Bastardos uh, coming together. They've actually been getting more, consuming more and more competitive play. They've been involved in a lot of different tournaments. We had them in the Greyhound Cup. Uh, the Bastardos. Yeah, yeah Bastardos mm -hmm. punched, uh, was at the bottom there. 501st uh, actually got up to third place. And then when they all of a sudden combined, I actually think this is two where, you know, the, the, the sum of both of them are greater than the parts uh they actually mm -hmm. got fourth place in the summer cup so, yeah. so it just recently happened um that's, I, that's gonna help a bit i mean summer cup was some pretty good competition in that as well there was go ahead das i, I want to address because I, I i i have streamed in the summer cup and other cups in just normal matches the 501st and the bc2 guys and i'm still very grumpy with the uh, match against the 116th uh Grenadiers. And uh, STDB, because what the one of uh, the 501st and the BC2 guys are mostly doing is they, uh, for the most of the game, they are basically holding an insane defense. They're doing amazingly on the defense, and they're just having one group on the attack, which sounds like a silly fucking plan. But with that, they actually start there. They defend, they defend, defend, and after like one hour, they instantly start like a big wave of people just fucking the whole meta and just <laughs> winning their games with that, just having the whole defense and then grinding down the morale of the enemy, going in the head, which is insane, and then winning the game. And they didn't do that on the Summer Cup, which is very, very sad, and I'm very angry about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I think there was a, a battle that we had where they actually had a red zone garrison up, active, and ready to go, and it just wasn't utilized, you know? I think yeah. this is a. I think you're you're on the right track. This is a team that I think has all the right components, but just needs yeah. to get a little bit more aggressive. And if they don't get that aggressiveness, those teams that rank down below them are going to make them pay for it. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I, I can't I can't in good faith put them in the top ten, but man, they're mm. right on the cusp. They're right on the cusp of getting there. But they could be so much more if they were just. I'm 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 gonna I'm going on a rant. No, no, never mind, never mind. But they could be so fucking much more if they just would actually focus on their shit. Sorry, they could have they, they could have made second place in summer cup you if they were actually someone. doing their shit correctly. You could have been a contender. So uh, anyway, let's get into the top ten there. Uh, Digi, unless you got anything, we gotta say we gotta give a shout out to uh, Mosca first and foremost. Mosca, right? I was gonna say that's my main man, Mosca, good friend of the show here. Uh, he plays with the Bastardos. Um, yeah, we will have him back in on the next show. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So uh, no, definitely that's my only incorporation because I haven't watched these guys play. So yeah. you guys are at the ranking at this point. <laughs> this is the Das Altberg show. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the top 10. And here it is. Exodus putting them in the top 10. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's, where, here's where it gets crazy, eh? <laughs> yeah, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun with this one. Oh, so boy. Exodus has, I mean, what does in, in the most elegant way you can possible. Yes. What has happened to Exodus since they won the winter seasonal? 
well, they had a bit of a, in the most friendly way, um, they had a bit of a internal problem, and they lost a few of their, not the best players necessarily, but best in their area of expertise. Like, oh, good tanker, oh, a good squad leader, oh, they, they lost quite a few. They're basically the 82nd when they dropped all their people to OC. Oh, insider. Um, but yeah, Exodus is still good. Don't get me wrong, they're amazing. But they lost quite a few of their, OC, their original members. And now they... Yeah. I think yeah. it was an 18 versus 18 match. Uh, Exodus against DC, which is now the new group, the, the splinter group that was made out of AEXT. And DC won. Yeah, DC DC won. And, you know, this, and this is really the kind of, I think, a, a, a community of two halves. If you look at, yes. you know, they broke away from PBS. They became Exodus. Love the name, especially with that tradition. They had, you know, the, um, happened on there. They went on to win the winter seasonal, uh, I think, in a pretty, you know, it was a 3-2. On Very Old decisive. Saint <laughs> yeah, it was 3-2 on Old St. Marie Dumont, but I really think WTH really wasn't threatening them too much. Um, and then they they have, you know, some turmoil. And we're not here to talk about necessarily the politics or whatnot, no. but the, the, the end result was that a lot of their core players uh, that were part of that winter seasonal team left. They tried to pair up with Phoenix in the Summer Cup. It wasn't successful with mm -hmm. that. They got seventh out of uh, on the Summer Cup. But here's the reason why I don't think I can rank them any lower, is they just added Parabellum, the Russians. These are the you know guys that have been... Uh, they, I, wanted, I forgot they were exactly ranked fifth place. I got it here on my notes. Um, and the only reason they didn't go higher than fifth place is because they lost to Hive, who went on into the finals. So, I mean, Exodus, I, I mean, let's look at this objectively. Are they who they are they who they were when they won the winter seasonal? No. no. Can I can we can we say that they won't win against the teams that we've already mentioned? I don't yes. think we can. I, yeah. <laughs> I would think uh, is, Exodus is fine They're on its own. They have still some good people. Uh, they got uh, help by uh, I, I fuck up the name every time. Pelipulorum? Parabellum? Parabellum, thank you, Parabellum, uh, which was <laughs> rebranded because they were a lost squad, a lost legion. Yeah. I always fuck up the name. And before that, there were also another community. <sighs> I mean, I, th yeah. I think this is going to be this is another potential pick. They're, they're, they, I, with Parabellum adding on to there. Now, granted, here's the thing right now about Exodus. They are not registered for either the Premier League or mm -hmm. the Winter Seasonal. There's one spot, or sorry, the Fall Seasonal. There's one spot left. Parabellum was a recent addition. I think you're going to see Exodus get in on the fall, uh, fall seasonal, look to reestablish some of their uh, some of their you know glory, some of that prestige. Glovey's still at the helm; mm -hmm. he's come back. There's mm -hmm. enough. There's enough things. Yeah, they, 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 this is almost like the Rocky team, if you will, Digi. You rocky know? team, eh? This is a Rocky team. You this know, is like Rocky two or one. Uh, <laughs> like, I, think, I mean, I think I think Mr. T did put him down a bit. So, like, yeah, I, I think uh, there's some reformations that are going to have to happen. It's cusp. I'd call this team on the cusp. Uh, they've lost a good component um, out and broke off into other teams. I don't think that they're going to be top three in the upcoming, but I hope they do continue to play competitive and get in on that game slot, you were saying, because yeah. I would rank them way out if they're not going to participate. I think that this is a constantly evolving list um, is what we should take out of this is, yeah, yeah. I think this team could go up or it could go down. So well, I mean, let's be honest. 
I think they are all teams, let's be fair. That's, a, that's, that's the thing with all yeah. the good go up or down. But yeah. Exodus, I think Exodus thinks they had some amazing, I mean, seasonal winners and things like that. Yeah, that's, that's that past glory as a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you I, know. I know, I know. But they, they still have some, they still have some of the old veterans that they know do. how to like teach Glovey, the younger yeah. ones. Glovey pissed me off on Artie every time I play against him. I know I'm going to die at least 20 <laughs> times to artillery. So that's Glovey. Yeah, that's right. So I think yeah. this team, I, I if I had to make. 10's fine, but I can see them falling into the um, 12, 13, 14 range um, after a couple games, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I, I think if you see one of those lower teams pick up a, get a win against Exodus, it's going to be kind of one of those, hey, they're in a rebuilding phase, or this, you know, this isn't the Exodus of old. Meanwhile, you see Exodus pick up one of the teams that we're going to talk about here coming up. I think you're right. saying, hey, they're on the right track. There's something of a nature. Whether this be Rocky 1 or Rocky 2, now that they're paired with the Russians, I don't know, but... Uh, uh, that's Rocky 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's go to who we're going to rank above... you. Who we're going to rank above uh, um, Exodus. And I think we, we got to go C-Nut on this one. I think we got we to gotta give some uh, a new competitive community, per se, the Chinese National United team... Um, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I actually got that spelled wrong, a little bit different, but it is Chinese National United team um, really hasn't made it on to any international competitions. I know they have had their own Asian Asian uh, internal scrims, but dude, this is a combination of Ranger, CTR, ARO, ICF, Jump, Alpha. I mean, when you just take that many communities and you can pick the best people from them for a competition, that is going to produce a really good team. And mm -hmm. I think we've already seen the results of some of that with ARO in the 18v18, where I think they just got to third place, if I remember correctly, those matches this morning. Correct. Um, so I, I think this is it. They've gotten a couple other matches on there. I mean, we fought them with Esprit. Uh, they fought 82nd AD. I think they've also fought BR1, TL. Granted, all those have been losses. Does that mean necessarily that we're putting them below? I don't know. I, what's your guys' take on CNUT? I, yeah, I have to say, like, again, we played a scrim with them. They held their own good shooters. I think they are competent in their strategies while they know how to hold a bush. Um, I'd say, like, they're finding those down and communicating throughout their team because, you know, I drop one, two out of a bush and, and then there'd be another one in the third bush along, you know, that just like, oh, OK, I, he's here and, and they would get me. So defensive, they're, they're very strong defensively. Um, didn't see much breakout on the offense when we scrimmed against them. We didn't I don't think we had one airdrop put in behind us. So, you know, we were mostly up at the front line just sending back probes to just see if anything was happening. And there never was once. So they're very much. Uh, Red, like they're just going to roll a tide straight at you um, and not really kind of chip away edges. That's what we noticed from one game um, as Esprit de Corps versus CNUT. Uh, past performances, like again, I think they're up and coming. Um, definitely a big pool of players to pull from. So that does say a lot. And like I said, ARO being in the top three on the 18v18s is something to say for their gunplay. Yeah, uh, have you seen CNUT at all? I was going to say, I mean, you talk about large. If I remember, CTR is 800 players they just added. Wow. Uh, the Asian community is going huge. But uh, Doss, have you have we gotten any interaction with CNUT? Um, can I just for, just for my own personal favor, can I hear Digi call out the name of the team again? Which one? CNUT? <laughs> Lovely, I love it. Because I call him Knut. Because Knut. I'm a European, I call him Knut. 
Yeah. C nuts. You see the nuts? C uh, amazing. Nut. I see a nut on my screen. He's in between me and Inchon. Oh, that's um, lovely. Yeah. Uh, so again, I could see these guys just with their margin of players that they have to pull from. Being under 10 makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but again, until we see them in a tournament play, I'm, I'm here and there. We played them and they were holding fast. Uh, they were not going to give up uh, a 5-0 loss. So, I yeah. think I, I know Cenot at least because Cenot was looking out to fight against OC and OC didn't have time. Mm -hmm. I have heard that Cenot is all right. Competitive wise, then again, what what is average, what is all right, because the subgroups like war I shouldn't probably tell any of the names, but like a low tier community as in competitive wise might say, Oh, these guys are amazing, but others say, Oh, they are all right. So I don't know what Knut or, or C not <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what do we call it? The uh, Chinese National United Team. Yes. <laughs> the Chinese United National Team. I mean, uh, Red Tide. you mentioned you mentioned that they lost their scrims against uh, 82nd AD. Mm -hmm. Was it an 18 versus 18? Was it a 50 versus 50? No, it was 50? a 50 v 50. It was a 50 v 50. Fucking hell! I, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So when we played them, again, the play was uh, top-notch, but from what we heard, the tanking wasn't really solid. They didn't really have any organization trying to work flanks. Um, yeah, it was pretty much a shutout. Uh, just kind of fight, fight them in the front and attrition them out to take the win. So that's what we noticed. Um, could yeah. be a, like an organizational piece from like, uh, you know, how the commanding structure goes. That could be the defining moment that sets them up or yeah. down. Okay, so here's here's my thing on <sighs> this shooters. one too. I think this, okay, tankers. I think this is another potential one. If you if we're kind of talking around those that have played them, everybody yes. has gotten a level of respect after playing them, mm -hmm. even if getting into a win. Um, I, I, I think this is going to be another one where they're going to pull off an upset, um, because much like core, they are screaming once, twice a weekend, they're getting more and more experience. They're going to find their guys. They're going to rotate those people and they're going to find out who's in the right role in the right positions. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was going to say, I, th I think I had to put them in the top 10. Uh, that's, that's at least my take. Um, I know I'm going to hear BR one and TL, you know, kind of be like, well, we beat them. How are you ranking them six spots higher than us? Um, it's a power ranking. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's the very, potential. It's very I think much the potential an inch on speculative ranking at some point. Exactly. Too. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get it. Let's get it. Talking about the fun one. All right. You ready to crack your knuckles here, Das? Uh, oh, not, not this one. Not, not this one. So uh, let's go to uh, UFR. Um, like get into the, some more. Yeah. Get into, into the, uh, the Elite Eight here. Uh, you uh, no, Das, help me out here. Union Francon Francophone. Union Francophone. Franc yeah, Francophone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think this one you're you're probably maybe not recognizing UFR. You're probably recognizing CFR. CFR. Ah. Yeah, there it is. CFR really with the addition of 126 GFA and Huron. Uh, don't know too much about the sub organizations, but what you're starting to see is a lot of these alliances forming mm -hmm. and saying you know we want to be our own organization we want to compete in 50 v 50 um and we we want to you know have that middle of our team a lot of these teams that we're talking about all the way down to these rankings have a good one good tank crew or one good squad it's a matter yeah. of building out that middle 50 percent of your team with those quality individuals that can hold a line that can stop mm -hmm. you know 
maybe stop their top players from going around a four kill death ratio, maybe stop them to hold them to a two kill death ratio. Something you're you're going to find the gems and the aggregate, you know, when you have more player base, uh, you know, these alliances, I think, are going to be the trend um, as we see these competitives uh, scale up. Uh, like, that's why CNUT, I think, or Canute was uh, where we put it. I think there's just more people to pull from. You're going to see the best of the best out of hundreds of people yeah. that are getting selected down. And I think if you look at look at what UFR has done previously, mm -hmm. fall seasonal, fourth place on the fall seasonal, winter seasonal, ninth place out of that. Remember, fall was out of uh, eight, technically seven, because one got disqualified. Winter seasonal was out of 16th. Um, you know, CFR, they, they, man, they've been known for their tankers. And I mm -hmm. think on a lot of these changes, as tanks get more and more balanced to the infantry, this is where UFR is going to shine. And as these teams you know, get integrated, get more experience. I, I think you, I think UFR, this is a fair ranking for them where they're at. Das, what, what have you seen anything from the, uh, the French team known as UFR? A German tongue about the French team. Why are you making these traps for me, John? <laughs> this whole um, show is supposed to be a controversy, Das. Get yeah. with the picture. <laughs> Oh, get I get, I get uh, CFR. This is no, what you're talking about. I'm like, oh I, boy, we're in for it now. <laughs> I know CFR. I have seen CFR. Uh -huh. CFR are nice blokes. I have seen OC, oddly enough, odd company, fight against CFR, and they got steamrolled in like 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, mm. that, again, this is like half a year ago. But the problem for me is because I was against this whole system. I know, I'm amazing that I'm invited. Um, but I'm a, the problem is. CFR has gained more people, new people, and if they don't have enough people, they might get some people from Aro or... Sorry, Aro, that's the Chinese community. Uh, from other Hive people, né? other communities, né? so they might still get some, some people in that have really high skill. Um, CFR at the moment, I would say, is a nice addition, uh, eighth place. I, I, I think they would barely make the top ten mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, because not because they're shit. Don't get me wrong. CFR people love you, uh, but because we have so many other people that are the communities that are top ten material, so to say. Yeah, they, yeah. they're all right. They're all right. You union. Why did it change time? But CFR wasn't a right team. They did a good a little fight. But overall, I would say top ten, eh, maybe top fifteen. Top fifteen, I would gladly say CFR. Sure. Okay, and I I, I could see that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I was going to say, this is always the, you know, the challenge. Are we ranking them on what they've done or what they haven't done? I would here's a, here's a question right now. Like, this. Power rankings are potential, yeah. baby. That's where it's at. So it's, Matched this up is... right now, Das. Would you put Exodus, UFR, who would you put your money on? <laughs> that's a, that's a oh. valid question. What, what would you put your money on? I'd, me, uh, I'd go with UFR. The, the problem is I have seen CFR like... Three four months ago, and I've seen Exodus do some shit like like a half a month ago. Then again, it was a different thing. That's my my personal problem because I've seen uh, Exodus on an eighteen versus eighteen, and I've seen CFR like three four months ago in forty nine versus forty nine. Mm -hmm. um, depending on the format, I would say that Exodus. Ah, it's hard. Fifty yeah. fifty SME and C UFR is German. Go. So, I, I I might have missed the start of that sentence. So okay, it's SME is the map. UFR yeah. is German against Exodus. Yeah. Who wins? You I mean, first point. horrible map choice because SME is shit. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's my personal opinion. Yeah, I hate SME so much. Um, he can't answer. He doesn't know. Uh, that's a problem because both teams, they both have good little uh, additions. They have both little little gimmicks that will help them in the long fight. Uh -huh. I think in the long run, Exodus might win this one. In that, co okay. in that oh, constellation, okay. Exodus might win okay. that one. That's yeah. a shake up. Yeah. All right, from eight that's... to ten, so around that range, I think we're still living. Yeah. Yep. No, that's that's gonna be interesting. Let's so let's get to another one here. Let's let's have let's have a little bit more fun on this. Ready? Oh boy, this one's gonna blow my Number mind. Number seven, eighty second airborne paired up with DC. No, no. Here's the thing: eighty second airborne division with DC. DC does not mean anything else but DC. Exodus, we got or sorry, Doss, we gotta take you off your push to talk here because if you, you can't see the video right now, Doss is losing his mind with eighty second AD uh, yes. at number seven. Ah, and, and we, we, I yes. mean, we were talking about this in the pre-show, and I actually told, I had to tell Doss, like, just save it for the show. Save it for the show here. Yeah. Uh, it, it, here's, a, here's probably the biggest, biggest question on this entire ranking. Are they too high or are they too low for 82nd AD? <laughs> <laughs> He's warming up oh, for this right, one. fuck us. 82nd, the problem with 82nd is they, they are a big community, they want to grow bigger, no, yada, yada, yada. Uh, quality, um, the thing is with 82nd AD, they could be one of the biggest fucking amazing group if they would just get somebody else on the commanders because they still draft Gem. And free Gem is gem. an amazing fucking free squad gem. leader. You're free Gem, I, hashtag free, free Gem. Hashtag free Gem. I have, I've seen Gem do some insane shit where you go, oh yeah, like like Ninja Pool from uh, DC would say, oh yeah, that dude is amazing. You see some really good shit from Gem. But then he, what, what do they put Gem in, in role-wise? Build some garrisons for us, Gem. It's, I mean, ah, 82nd AD in the Summer Cup. They didn't hold one fucking point. They lost all their matches. <laughs> every fucking single match. And then the 18 versus 18, where it's about actual skill. They were, they are in the fucking finals. Yeah, I know. Isn't that yeah. crazy? So, it's, yeah, so it's one of the, it's, the, it's an organizational piece. Yes, it's a, it's a how they're structuring <laughs> their leadership down to the, they've got the skill set at the bottom base shooting level. And that is the most important thing, but it's how yeah. they're being utilized is what you're saying. They're failing. I agree. Yeah. I think seven's pretty generous. It was a good uh, pickup uh, to merge with DC. I think DC is going to bring that standard in. So that's a potential that I could see coming in. Uh, if if we're going to see some restructuring and kind of rebalancing on skills, maybe seven. My heart tells me more like a 12, but yeah. I, and I, I think it's even generous. Just so, my past impressions. So let's go through playing. this at the, the, the 50 v 50. Uh, at 82nd AD. Mm -hmm. Fall seasonal. 2020, 7th out of 8. <laughs> Winter yeah. seasonal, 8th out of 16th. Right there in the middle. Greyhound Cup, 3rd, I want to say, out of 10. Mm -hmm. Was in the Greyhound Cup, if I remember correctly, Doss. So all of a sudden, they shoot uh... right up there. Uh, the only reason they didn't make it a final, I forgot who, uh, who it was, but they shut down their artillery on Old St. Marie Dumont. Uh, Summer Cup, dot, you, you elegantly explained it, did not hold a single strong point through four matches and got uh, eliminated yeah. going into the playoffs. And, and frankly, looked uh, looked the worst shape I've ever seen 82nd AD in. I mean, they, I mean were not the, a, they were not a threat to the, anybody but themselves. 
Be because they have so much, because nobody fucking listens to the commander. That's I, I'm sorry. This is a this is a wound for me because I would like to see Jim happy, and because every time, as soon as you see, because I know some of the uh, streamers and uh, recorders of Eighty uh, Second Eighty, they actually record the matches and upload them on YouTube, and you see them do some some tactics, some some cool tactics that Jim thinks up, and then you see just you just hear Jim saying why. Guys, build the yep. garrison. Do that. Do that. And they ignore him. If if fuckers would actually listen to Jim, <laughs> it could be ignore him in a competitive oh, brother. <laughs> so yeah. here, here's, the, here's the other point I put on there. They did beat C Nut May 2021. Now, based upon our previous conversation, yeah. maybe you don't rank C Nut. There it is. You don't rank C Nut as as a as a barometer of I the see skill thing. Seven, eight, and nine being shifted into eleven, twelve, and thirteen, but that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but here's the thing. Now, this is not the 82nd that we saw a month ago heading into this tournament. This is mm -hmm. the 82nd plus up with DC who has come from Exodus. You got NVIDIA running on the sniper rifle. You got Chokaron running mm. on the tank. You got all this. Stuff. They you've arguably right now. You, you think that's a best, full package? You've got the mm. 36 best shooters in the 18 v 18 now mm. under one team. Go uh -huh. ahead. Problem is both teams DC and uh, sorry OC 82nd AD are offensive players not because they want to be but because they they fucking can't do anything else. They, ah, it's so horrible. 82nd could be so fucking amazing if they would just fucking listen to their commander any time ever. I'm sorry, <laughs> this is a really round pound ah, because I've watched a lot of their matches because now I like Germany, he's a great guy. But holy shit, they never listen. If if one side, if one of those teams, 82nd or DC, actually listens and goes on the, we are only going to defend. They could be fucking, they could be an enemy against Korra, which is going to be on that fucking list. If not, then holy shit. But yep. if 82nd and Korra, can, uh, sorry, <laughs> unstoppable. But if, if 82nd, if 82nd and uh, DC are actually saying, okay, you guys are on the defense, we are on the offense, you could basically see one of the biggest fucking teams in the whole tournament for the rest of the year are you talking a little krt oc combination nah, type deal? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is that uh das uh, who, who what team are you on what community i'm all community no i'm i'm, I'm odd company even there though i don't play competitive because i would be too fucking salty so before we get into the next one let's let it breathe Anything final comments? I was say, bring the blood DC. pressure down a bit after that one. That was, uh, that was the dicey. The chat's going off. The chat's going off. Like, somebody yeah. get Doss a medic. I knew that, yeah. I knew it was as soon as we got sub 10, a shit was just going to get popping. So, and I can't wait to hear every little comment after this uh, This one gets up on YouTube. So, uh, yeah. you know, I think, uh, yeah, I would shift them up, but seven, let's go on to six. Oh, you shift them up higher than seven? Did you? No, like, like oh. 10 11 12 like gotcha, max, gotcha. i'm going up if not uh, if they, closer sorry, to the top if they actually manage to say okay you guys on the defense you mean the offense they could be top five mm. honestly they could be top five because if they actually focus on their actual fucking job they're amazing but the problem is they're just doing Hold fuck on. all Hold on. i know i had to use this again. here all right, we're gonna have to throw a flag on that one. All right, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Top five. I was gonna say, now, Das, you got the you you got the list in front of you in the show notes. You're looking at that top five, thinking that they can pull it down. Maybe. 
but I, I, I if if you gotta leave it as it is leave it as it is let's go to number six <laughs> someone in the chat says who, 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 <sighs> someone in the chat said who blew the rape whistle <laughs> <laughs> i just want them to put jam on something else it's like saying okay we have freddie mercury on this show but we put them on drums <laughs> why the fuck would you do that <laughs> it's so insane all right so, okay it. next team next team Sorry. move it move it on now number six all right so, so let's go ahead and get to the the, the obvious <laughs> the obvious choice for dos to calm down on 50 percent of his home. own community yeah we got krt oc knights of the round table and odd company hailing from the united such kingdom a, and european group. union yeah gave, gave uh, me gave us the best game we've ever played in sean i think we, we continue to remember speaking that of memory. blood pressure yeah <laughs> i was gonna say uh so uh, let's let's go through the coming their highlights here and dos you can go ahead and do uh anything to add to this winter seasonal fourth place in a nail biter uh mm -hmm. they were able to uh to get on the fourth place actually fun fact about that dos i don't know if you know this KRT and OC actually got more kills than the HLTC by like a 200 margin, um, mm -hmm. but only like it was it was down to the last minute on that. Greyhound yes. Cup, OC was the one to participate in that. KRT does this kind of something a little separate. They got fifth place uh, a little bit. You know, I think this is another one where the teams are better together than they are separately. Put them back together. They go 3-2 loss against WTH, which is a solid performance. Uh, talking to a few of the guys, they actually said, hey, we, we know what we did wrong. We know we had the opportunity to win that. That could have been a win for them. Uh, if you look back against OC, 18 v 18, fourth place performance. Um, I mean, the, to me, this this is a solid team. I think this is really mm -hmm. kind of where you get up to that upper echelon of top tier communities. You look at KRT and OC, they're doing everything right. Um, they're just, you got to put the grind in. They got to put the grind in and go forward. But DOS, uh, mm -hmm. where are you at on uh, OC? You're actually, I was going to say, um, you're actually one of the more critical guys about your own community when broadcasting. We could we could call it critical. I would I would say shit talking most of the time. <laughs> Not constructive <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, but I, I see I see my OC boys, my odd comedy boys, uh, playing. And I if people watch my stream, then the things, yay, advertisement. Um, I, I am very harsh on them most of the time. But then again, because I know what they could do, and they. Oh, <sighs> the thing is with OC at the moment, odd comedy, they had some really. Backstory of OC, they are actually the competitive team of the 82nd. 82nd's a competitive team left like 80, 90% and they became OC. That's the origin of OC. They're actually the, the high competitive team of uh, 82nd back in the day when they were doing the 80, the finals and things. And then everybody left and made OC. And so they actually have some really good players. But the problem is with some of the, let's not talk about it long, but nah, but some of the changes in the meta and hell it loose, nah, yada, yada, yada. OC has lost a few of their veterans, mm -hmm. and you you can actually notice when of some when like one or three of the veterans are coming back, you actually see like 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 um, we had a bit of a downfall lately. Then Steven, one of our Scottish uh, OC members, come back, bam, going up instantly. The thing is with OC that they have some really good players, some veterans, but none of them are really playing. That's the problem. So, so they're trying to get. Yeah, they get, they're trying to get all their new players in. They're playing with recruits in 18 versus 18, 15 versus 15. Yeah, they, they need to get their, their shit together. That's the problem. So here's the great thing about competitive play. When that mm -hmm. battle horn so sounds, when those war drums start beating, people come back. People come back because they want a shot. They want a shot at redemption yeah. for the last one. I, I, see, I see KRT and OC kind of having some little unfinished business um, from the last what? ones. 
And I, I was going to say, at least on the KRT side. No, you, you did not feel me on that one, DOS? Oh, I thought as in a little reverently. Um, no, so um, yeah, KRT and OC are always looking at each other. Lovely. <laughs> it's a hard relationship. Then uh, again, because we are also playing, I when I play, when I stream and things, I actually play with some KRT people because they are nice people. They are a bit wacky people, but they are lovely people. And OC and KRT, they, they are not about really the skill, but they, they just... They just click with with each other. That's the it thing. Just, it just works. It just works. Yes. yes. No. I, I I would be happy if they were in the top five. I think six is fair to this group. I think they're just solid all around. I would say they are the full package as they are paired together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Playing against them, best games I've ever had. Played with them. Love the KRT guys, the OC guys. Solid. Yeah. In almost all the aspects, I could see an upset from this and down. I could see any of these teams winning. I think, except, I mean, may, except maybe one, but I'm not going to say. The, the thing is, <laughs> if I, if, because I was against the whole the judging thing, but if I would say OC, KRG, the combination of them uh, going together, I would say OC could be top five in their big term. They could also be top 20 in their worst term. As you know, like half the team is not playing, nah, KRG is not having time. Nah. If, in the worst constellation of, oh, these players are playing, they could be top 20. And in the best constellation, they could be top five because they have some really good players. Mm -hmm. But it's not like the top five people are actually playing. That's the problem. But you because can, you can almost say lost a lot of the veterans. You can almost say that we're the same yeah, thing. About, everybody like ranked 15th and above, you can almost say the same thing about them. Yeah. yeah. We're ranking this as the best of the best is playing in a Fair game. Fair enough. In, in uh, you know, against, I don't know. And this is where I think we're, maybe we save it for after we've gone through the full list. Do we need a standard metric, standard like map layout, map, trying to agree on a, what's the fairest map will be fun. But what would you, how would you define, you know, a balanced match play and make that the metric standard for teams to play against you, to say one's better than the other? You just but love saying metric, you fucker. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, premier. He's going to say metric. We're going to have the premier metric. <laughs> the premier metric. I think we save that for the after this discussion, but yeah, yeah, yeah. get on All through. Right. I, I like KRT OC as number six. I think that's a that's a good positioning for them. Das, let's calm down a bit. Let's move on to the next heat. Number five. Ready? And this was it. You, yes. I, this one, I got to put the camp, formerly known as uh, HLTC, Hell at Loose Training Camp. Because of that match back in the winter seasonal, down to the wire, head-to-head -head matchup, and good justice, I couldn't rank the training camp below KRT uh, and OC. I will uh, back in one minute, sorry. All right. <laughs> just continue. I don't know the team either. Just continue talking. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Doss has to go take his blood pressure medication here. <laughs> but I think, I think for the, the training camp here, um, they definitely got the profile they've had. I mean, the perennial third place, third place in the fall seasonal, third place in the winter seasonal, DreamHack Invitational, second place, where they only lost to WTH, and that was on Utah, win four, uh, no points, were only the midpoint capture. I mean, HLTC is still a solid community. Yeah. Uh, DOS, it's a, or not DOS, Digi, it's a little hard for uh, yeah, us to kind of talk about it. I think you're being too generous. Uh five considering how they got their number 10 treatment um big components pulled away i think they still have a package uh to play top competitive but i, I don't think they're in number five anymore um because as you said number two dream hack that was with the incorporation of the past um 
same with the winter season, same with the fall seasonal. I really want to see what happens after the, the seasonal and uh, other tournaments have gone through. But I think number five is a little generous, depending on just based how we treated the Exodus ranking. I would put this more around like uh, nine or like the C nut place. Throwing that down there. It, I mean, I'm throwing it's... that down there. I. I, you still look at who they have on their roster. They still I, have. I know. They I still know have some quality shooters. It's for sure they do. For sure they do. Um, but I think there's a big integral piece that you know pulled away. Same as with Exodus. Indeed. Uh, I'm back. So hey, he's back. So that's number uh, five to the training training camp, now known as the camp. We'll can, see what they for the they... camp. One thing I can because I know you guys were at the training camp. The only thing I can say about the camp is. Horrible fucking decision on the name. <laughs> As a German, this is, this the is name hilarious. change is abysmal horrible. Das Lager, yeah. What the fuck did they think about changing the name? Sorry, that's not about the, the skill, but that name change. Jesus fucking Christ. I think it was it was implicitly to say they're not dedicated to one community that, or one game themselves, but fair enough. All right, so let's get on to number four yes. here. And I was going to say, I think everybody's got, got their list. Who we're going to talk about this one. You know, we haven't mentioned the one sixteenth, the Greyhounds. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had them on the show. The, uh, go ahead, Doss. Give me, give me the proper pronunciation. 160. Panzer Division Windhund. It's so good. It's so much better than I could have done. Because <laughs> it's my actual native language. That's why. <laughs> but uh, Panzer Division uh, Windhund. Greyhound. Yes. yes. So let's go through their, their their resume on this one. Why they're up here? Um, I think you got the Greyhound Cup co-champions on that. Granted, I think at the time, if I remember correctly, they were paired with uh, STDB. If I remember correctly, on that, um, mm -hmm. you also had the German yep. League. This is how pronounced the Germans are in this game. They had their oh, no. own league. They got third yes. place out of that. The Summer Cup. They got third place. That we just finished. They got third place. The only two teams that are above them are ranked higher in this power ranking. Um, 116th, known for great armor play, known for great infantry yeah. play, integrating the armor and infantry together. I think, I mean, just in general, I think the Germans are pushing competitive HL to a, a, in a faster pace and a newer direction um, that a lot of teams are only, you know, have only envisioned but haven't matured yet to. The Germans are there, in my opinion. All the schnitzel. All the schnitzels. Oh, the I mean, the thing is, because nobody ever had a German team in the cup. When I played Hell it was like like 2019, nobody heard about the Germans. As in, yeah, those were the baddies. Huh? But not as in, oh, there's a German community that actually is dangerous in the international space, so to say. And then suddenly, without any kind of warning, the Germans, the, the, the team Phoenix, 116th, uh, 104th, uh, 38th, sorry, 104th back then, all the German teams flooded in the Landwehrjäger. All those fuckers ju just flooded in and they were amazing. They were great. It was like a fresh breath of air suddenly. Yeah, yep. And it's, you know, in, in the amount of German communities, and I, I was going to say, I see yes. the chat going right now asking for, um, God, I'm gonna, I, I don't even try to pronounce STTB, but the, the Latrine, the Latrine oh, community. Yeah. The Storm Duplicate, of course. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a hot oh my god <laughs> we so, can yeah. only try we can only try Stoßtrupp Donnerbalken hey, what you don't get angry Stormtroop <laughs> shithouse yeah, Thunder, exactly. Thunder Barrow 
So I, I did not include STDB on this list because they haven't themselves registered as one of the other ones. I can see STB coming back with 116th on this one for the uh, fall seasonal. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, the entire German community, and we'll, we'll talk about this when we get up to a few more. There is a premier, I think, a, a premier German community that has been established. Uh, which, no secret, right? It's core um, mm -hmm. where they're at right now. Um, oh, maybe, maybe not. So uh, I, I think the 116th, for those that haven't played them before, those that have been lower down on the list that haven't played them, you've got to respect every single minute that you play 116th. They will make you pay. They will be able to identify an opening or a weakness in your team, and they will be able to make you pay on it. Um, it they've just gone head-to-head -head with a lot of these other communities. It's, it's going to be a great match to any, anybody that goes against this one. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let's get to number three. Ready? Yes. The Five, previously known as The Hive, uh, who does get my number one clan logo on that. I, I love... Mm -hmm. I love what they did with that clan logo. Number one clan logo, number three power ranking, the French coming in strong. Um, if you look back, and I was going to say, this is more of kind of the recent. We're looking at what they've recently performed, who they've recently gone against. Greyhound Cup uh, 2021, co-champions on that. Uh, the France tournament, specifically, they were the champions. Summer Cup, we just watched that, uh, Das. Uh, they got second place against Core. They actually, once again, back on Utah. Got a little back and forth there on uh, Lou Dick, uh, was it the, the De La Grande, the uh, fourth point for the allies over there. Mm -hmm. um, they also beat KRT and OC on August 1st. So, you know, that was a good scrim for them. Put them up. Granted, we, we focused much more on this 50 50. Um, Raptors, FMS, U Hate, EC, ABC, another one of these alliance teams that are coming together, <laughs> picking the, the best banner. up. <laughs> What's up? You got DOS with the banner here. Uh, th again, yeah, because they have like seven fucking uh, <laughs> banners of uh, the communities. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but see, here's the thing, DOS. The five, remember, UFO, CFR is part of UFR mm -hmm. on it. The five doesn't have CFR in it. It's got Raptors and uh, FMS. You hate all these other guys cleaning up up there. I'd like to just say I think this is a, this is a fair uh, valuation. Should I watch them? Uh, do the Summer Cup of 2021. That was a, was a pretty intense game that they played there, as you were saying on the grand. Um, I think this is a pretty fair matchup to be number three. Um, Co-champions Greyhound Cup, France Tournament Champions, Summer Cup second place, and the KRT OC on August 1st game. Like that, that to me, like if you're, you're, you're definitely in the right running for number three um, with these guys. Yeah, no, I, I, I think... would, I could see them taking number one easily too. Um, there, there's really? potential out of this. I don't know if, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going with you on that one. I mean, we just had the head-to-head -head uh, again, matchup against Core. Now, mm -hmm. before we flip to it, you know, we, we, we said there's only two teams left, yep. WTH and Core, that are not, not on the list. Um, we had a match matchup against uh, Core. Core won it 5-0. And with that said, WTH got back a point against Core. WTH, or sorry, um, the five got back a point against Core. Five was winning some tank battles, uh, especially on Utah. Tank engagements are so critical. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I was gonna say, I don't know if I'm ready to put them in the top two, but then again, you know, you face a team five times, five times, you know, you, you'll eventually get a win. I think anybody out of this top, you know, this top three we've selected could, could easily beat each other. Um, so depending on the map and the placement, I think these are really solid guys. Yeah. So, 
So let's go ahead and do it. We got Chat going. Uh, Keep them at got, three. Yeah, so, but I think uh, the next the next two you got here make a lot of sense as well. So let's so go have a little fun two. with chat. Let's go have a little fun chat. Top second place team. Who would you guys put in core or WTH? Go ahead and just type it in the chat because I think this is what now. Granted, come on now. Go, I, hold on, you, hold on. You, come on. I was going to say. Number two team. A popularity contest. Gonna, we? I was going to say, and, and I think this, this goes more. <laughs> no, I think this goes into it. You see, right now in the I, chat, it's actually oh. evenly split. It's pretty evenly split between yeah, WTH or Core. I see you, Drew Karen. Don't troll, you fucker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I was going to say, it, it's on there. I think for me though, I got to put Core as number two, which by default means wth is number one i don't have my mm -hmm. applause on me right there but i uh, disagree if you he, uh, i was gonna say let's have some fun with it das let's have some fun i'm with gonna it. I'm, I'm gonna stay silent for this one <laughs> so they yeah okay you continue, you continue okay so let's introduce it let's, let's pick some beef uh meat on that bone there core now known as covetous rex previously was permanently intoxicated married up with the 104th um they have played with each other against each other greyhound cup they were both co-champions on different sides of the battlefield Paired up in the Summer Cup 2021. They have come together as core. To me, I think everything that I've seen from the outside looking in, they are the top German team and probably the best competition to WTH. Point in fact, just yesterday, WTH and core played a friendly scrim. So you got to count what that is. And core beat WTH, albeit that wasn't necessarily each one of their competitive teams. As they rode in, if you look back previously, WTH 5 owed core on old St. Marie Dumont right before update 10. I mean, I, I think this is a battle of two heavyweights right here. Das, let me have it, buddy. Well, 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 it's the Americans again with judging German teams. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh... But the thing is, because no one I would say, oh yeah, WGH, no, they, they are veterans, they have played quite some time, and they have also gained some new members, which were high-ranking skill members. And never lost. Like uh, Wipel German, uh, some other fuckers, no, like Trotzsche from the German communities. They also gained some of the German communities, WGH. But then again, Kore, Kore, which I definitely don't uh, would advertise. Which I definitely do right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have played. I think the last three matches was a five-zero against them, where they lost. No, fair enough. The first match, then a three-to-two, where where they won. Correct. Yeah. And then another three-by-two where they won. So I think Cora at the moment actually knows how to handle WGH, mm -hmm. which means WGH can't use any of their normal or in regular tactics which means i would say cora is still fucking top one okay. because cora has big balls interesting interesting perspective all right so in would you say analysis. it's a shared number one or it's a one two still situation no 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 cora is one cora is one okay cora uh, I, I do like my wh boys bobby hi uh no but the, I think the Germans, the thing is with Kore, they have gained so they basically like I'm making a nerd reference to Star Trek. They have basically mm -hmm. assimilated all the people from Pi in other communities, like Offiziers Casino, uh, sorry, Offiziers Casino, okay, in other communities, and they just became stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger, and they're now a, a fucking horrible force. Which means that, according to Helen Lewis community lore, at some point next 
two or three months, they're gonna probably have like a like a little little uh, what is it called? A spat. An internal an internal a problem, spat. and some people might split from Coral and make a new community. Mm. Just like PBS has, like like eighty second had, like Exodus had, like all the big communities. It, it's it's the season of the division. Yes, uh, yeah, 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 there's exactly. a lot of, and that'll be continuing to happen as it happens. So, so, so I think yeah, to me, yeah. this really boils down to because I got WTH's profile built up. Granted, as you said, uh, you know, WTH, you know, didn't necessarily start all by themselves. They've had some additions, mm. runner ones. Uh, they put their overall record up here, 35 wins, 16 losses, including last night's uh, or yesterday's battle against Core, which they did lose to DOS Point. Uh, fall then. seasonal champions, uh, winter seasonal second place to Exodus, uh, which was a good back and forth, uh, well, good battle. Um, Dreamhack invitational champions. I mean, the, the, when you look at the, the display cabinet of trophies, WTH has been up there. I think this really comes down to the new guard versus the old guard core to me is pushing the new strats, the new coordination, the new things of that against just solid top notch players that make shots that kill tanks. That's what Mm. WTH has. And at the end of the day, that's how they win. They're consistency. Yes. This is a thing like like a fucking Rocky Five. Oh, it's it's WTH Rocky Balboa, the the old fighter, but it's also the new, really aspiring, the great new fighter that's coming into the thing, the Coral. And who is gonna win? The simulation says, oh, WTH is gonna win. But in the end, it might be a point victory to fucking Coral because Coral is amazing. And I do know WTH and WTH is amazing, but I think at the moment Coral has assimilated so many fucking communities and so many good players that. They might actually win against Cora at the moment. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's gonna be interesting. And this, and I, I love the fact. Here's the other point. Let's give a credit to Core on this one. Core is in both the HL Premier League and the Fall Seasonal. These guys will get more reputation, more map knowledge, more experience in 50v50 competitive play. That I think WTH, while they haven't necessarily been sleeping during the you know. Um, the Greyhound Cup or the Summer Cup, they've been doing their scrims. I think eventually that experience in competitive 50v50 play might be the thing that takes over WTH if they don't adapt or continue to push that kind of the, like the integration. I, I just go back. Core's integration between their armor and infantry has just been freaking amazing to watch. And it's been a joy yeah. to highlight in the competitive play that I don't see from WTH. Yeah. Um, I, I see WTH having some of the best tankers that win tank fights, and that's been enough. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is with the fucking Cora, because I have, uh, because you and you got the finals and some other matches, I got a few Cora matches, and I have been, because I'm a German, uh, yada, yada, yada. Yep, uh, I actually have streamed some of the Cora matches as well. And Cora, the thing is about Cora is, because they do some wacky fucking shit with tanks. Because what you normally see in a like a hellish competitive match is oh the tank is gonna drive forward there and shoot the enemy and get some marks there. Cora, the tankers actually leave the tanks to run around and mark for their own tanks the enemy shit, which on the paper makes no fucking sense. But in competitive, they actually fucking dominate all the tank battles, which is insane. Yeah. So let's let's do, let's do a little fun with this because we're already this is already gonna be a long episode. We knew yes, it was gonna yes, be. Yes. So let's 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 kind of look these side by side. Commander, 
does WTH yes. or Core have the advantage, or is it a push? Is it the same on there? Uh, WTH. I'll go WTH also. I think WTH yeah, has a yeah, commander yeah. advantage. Did you want to get in sorry. on this one? I, you guys are just <laughs> letting you know, I knew what I said. Like, yeah, we're talking comp, and I'm bringing in Doss Alberg. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a two hour show. <laughs> um, no, WTH, I think commanding, it, that just goes back to the fundamentals of it. Uh, I think time and experience is going to win you the commander seat. Um, yep. And I think that's WTH's yeah. grind, really. So let's, let's go to, okay, so that's the commander role. Let's go infantry. Who has the advantage? Core, WTH, or push? Depends on the point and depends on yeah, the actual. I, and this is where I think thing. we were talking here again. What's the what's the standard? I think there needs to be a standardized map and layout. God, give us the tools, developers, to pick points, and then we can have an actual metric, like a metric battle set up. That way, you don't have to keep flipping, and then have this duke out on on that map. But I think exactly, it's really hard to it's really hard to say. Like even if you're one or two, you could be one if you are two. So I core could be one, WTH could be two. I think as you as we ranked it, I I would still give edge to WTH out of five games. I think they're winning three. Um, but That's fair. the inverse could be said to core. I mean, I think it's still gonna become. It's not gonna be a clear one team wins all five games i think no. it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a, a an aggregate like of that you know matchup you know over time i think it's still the edge still sits with wth but yeah. as far the infantry question you ask i don't know that's a pretty tough toss i think core's got a lot of solid things going for it infantry wise um, squad lead tactics i think core is pretty solid i'll say this i have always been impressed by pi permanently intoxicated and their individual level of play of infantry. Yeah. Now, is that enough to offset the middle 50% of WTH? Because let's remember, WTH does 50 v 50 practices internal to them. Their, mm. their, no, 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 no pun intended, the core yeah. of WTH, hey. you know, that middle body of WTH, I think, I think core has more top end shooters. But I think the advantage goes to WTH when you look at the depth of their skill. Mm. So I would actually say Commander and Infantry slight edge WTH. Awesome. I see. I see. I see. I'm getting a reaction there. I'm more. I'm more core on that Infantry though. <laughs> the thing is with core because they have some more. What is the English term? Experimental shooters, which okay. sounds like doesn't make any sense, but they doesn't. they have some really weird. Core comes with some really fucking weird tactics, uh -huh. which oddly enough, if you actually ask Core, if what are your tactics, we don't actually do anything. That, that's <laughs> the thing because Core doesn't do any kind of the, the members don't, don't don't do anything at all, and it's just the tactics guys coming up with shit actually. But the tactics should actually work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go ahead. Let's get out to round it out. Uh, tanks. We kind of already said. I think I give the edge to core armor yeah, over yeah. WTH armor. And yeah, I see yeah. Star-Lord in chat. Star-Lord, I have nothing but the respect and utmost for you. But I, I, I was going to say, WTH's armor is on point. They integrate well with their infantry, and they make things happen. Yeah. I, I say that about being a buddy of fucking Wild Bill. He's going to fucking punch me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> because you're always in a tank. Jesus Christ. He's a, is it a recon tank? It's not even a real tank. He's not. He's not. He actually... In the Greyhound Cup, Bill was actually in one of the normal, uh, I think a Sherman or something, and was driving with three other tanks into the enemy hardpoint. He actually knows how to play other tanks as well. 
It's just not we fun, just know right? him for his recon vehicle videos. Uh, I think I, I'll look at the chat right now. I think I just got off of Star Lord's uh, Christmas card list. I love you, Star Lord. I think you are the best <laughs> tanker in the game. There you go. <laughs> So don't care okay. what Inchon says. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Okay, so obviously artillery. artillery advantage. Because here's one thing from I really I don't know if I've actually ever seen Core's artillery have an impact. Now, does that mean it's not good? <laughs> or does that mean yes. it's just being overshadowed by everything yeah. else that goes good? I, I can give you some insider info. Go ahead. No, not info. But I actually talked to one of the I'm not gonna name the community, but somebody uh from for all the communities that have not been named yet, but are big on tactics, actually mentioned that if you shut down Chorus artillery, which is surprisingly not offensive but supportive, you actually take a big chunk out of them. I can't judge that because I have not seen Chorus artillery that much myself, but from the internal secret little uh, Discord informations, apparently Chorus artillery is more focused on the supportive artillery than on the, oh, we're going to advise everybody that's coming in artillery kind of thing. Yeah. I was going to say, I think this is an area where WTH gets the edge on it. I've, I've seen WTH's yeah. artillery just shut down entire sides of a map, and they work well better together. I think that's probably one of the weakest areas of court. Well, I don't want to say weakest. Probably one of the greatest areas of opportunity for improvement. Yeah. Is that better? Is that better? Mm -hmm. uh, for it's core. all right. It's all right. We'll take it. And the, then, then again, Mr. Mr. Inchon, the thing is why uh, WTH, because I have seen WTH before, I don't know, but no, other boys, uh, they had some all right artillery, but then there was a bit of a shift in uh, Exodus, and some of the Exodus members and some other communities went to WTH, and since then the actual artillery has become stronger and much more ballsy. And mm -hmm. since then the artillery has become much more better. It's not like the artillery was shit before, but now it has that extra mwah, the, the the ganache, if you will, the little panache. Is it panache? Not ganache, panache. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I think that was a good term. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, Digi, I think through all this, I mean, we were basically saying we want to see oh, Core and WTH. <laughs> we want to see Core and WTH do a best of exactly. five series. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to see a best of five, you know. I, I think all this will change. Uh, we're getting, like we said in the last, we're getting right into the competitive season. Um, there's lots of tournaments coming up. There's a lots of chances for the seating to change dramatically. And I think we are going to see that seating change dramatically um, and really kind of confirm what we had here. I, I don't think we had a bad list. And just to recap what we had, we uh, had a spree de cores and golf not ranked, but we had PBS, ARC, LPF, Tango, Easy in the 1922. Uh, the 16 to 18 was 20th Panzer Grenadiers with second AD, PKKA, CSP. The 15th ranked team, we had the line and BR1. The 14th ranked team, we had Fins Let Loose. The 13th was the 38th. The 12th was uh, Sturm Elite. Uh, the 11th was 501 uh, and Bastardos. And the 10th, we put Exodus. Uh, and then everything down from there, I think is gonna, this is going to be flip-flopping. There's going to be yeah. a lot of, lot of change in, uh, in, in throughout that whole list, 1 to 10, I believe. Yeah, I think you really you kind of have these tiers of competitive HL yeah. right now where you have you know, a very, very tight-knit, like, top four, and then a little bit wider kind of teams that kind of in the middle. You can see some fluctuations on there. Uh, overall, though, I mean, I think this is kind of a great, great way to kick off uh, these two events coming in. I know the mm -hmm. Premier League is going to be doing their own thing. There's still one slot left open for the fall seasonal. 
Uh, my money is that Exodus is going to get in there. Maybe this might be the push for Exodus to, to you know, want to uh, increase their rankings. Do it. Uh, yes. But uh, DOS, I know, what, regardless of what it is, I know, DOS, you're going to be covering it. You're going to be bringing yes, it to the people. Probably. I think the problem with Exodus is Exodus is not shit at the moment. That because you could say, oh, Exodus lost some of their veteran members. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Exodus at the moment, I think the biggest problem is that they have to re uh, what is the word uh, restructure mm. they jerk the internal parts as you know who's the squad who's doing that now because even if you play 100 times with the same community you might say oh this guy is great this guy's great but after some time you might say oh this guy this guy's even greater better so greater sorry better <laughs> i'm works. a german guy sorry let me just <laughs> most well, great I and let me let me highlight one thing. I mean, even in, even in this panel right here that we have, hopefully you guys were taking a look at all the flags of all the different regions that these teams are coming mm, from. Yes. We, you know, you have the Chinese, you have South American, North American, you know, Finns. Dude, I want to see the Finns, man. I, I I literally want to claim the first match that the Finns uh, go. I want to broadcast that one. But you got Finn, Czechoslovakian, you know, not just uh, the general E. Oh, so, you already got that? I, I did like Finns, I think, like half a year ago. No, no, I meant for the fall season. I meant this, this oh, upcoming. Yeah, that's but... fair enough. That's fair oh, enough. The yeah. upcoming yeah. season, yes. Yeah, no, I, I think that, I mean, just showing the the spread of these competitive teams, new teams getting involved, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up the show here. It's been a long one. It's what? been a long one. Yeah, we're gonna have to end. We we can do we can do the reaction I, show at the end where we just have. Like, I mean, because, I'm out after that. What? <laughs> I mean, I would love to. You know, Dad's got another more. three hours in him. He still got more <laughs> booze in the cabinet. Uh, I think, well, as you were saying there, uh, just goes to show the Hello Loose community is very international, and there's more teams coming in every day. I think competitively, it's it's growing. It, it definitely just goes to show with the amount of tournaments and leagues starting up, continuing on. Uh, we're going to see uh, a list that continues to evolve um, and teams that continually get better, get worse, dissolve, uh, transform, uh, shift out uh, and improve. So I think it's it's always going to be an exciting thing to see what happens to the competitive leagues uh, of Hell Let Loose because uh, it's always going to be changing. Indeed. Doss, I'll give you a last word. Thank you for being on the show. It's been mm -hmm. great. Any final uh, uh, comments? Please, please pronounce the Brazilian team Storm Elite, not Storm Elite. <laughs> From Guadalajara. I heard, I heard DJ so many times wrong. Huh. Uh, I, I've apologized to people that you know, yeah, they're like, no, we just expect you to mess it up now, Ed, John. Yeah, it's, 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 right. it's part of the, it's, it is the, it's the stick of the show. <laughs> but, I mean, then again, the Germans don't really care, but nah, it's it's just a little shout out. Yeah. Well, does I, I think I think after this, uh, you're 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 you automatically have an invite. Once these events get done, let's do a wrap up show. Let's see where the list was out here. Let's look back at it. See uh, little clips of uh, you and me, uh, you know, and then you just <laughs> shaking his head, facepalm moments. <laughs> uh, it'll be fun, but uh, definitely catch uh, Das Albrook stream. Uh, he's going to be having a lot of the com uh, commentary, bring the games live, point of views, admin cam. He does an amazing job. Check out the Premier League starting next week uh, and the fall seasonal starting October 3rd. For mm -hmm. all of us here on the panel and all the teams, we hope you guys have had a little fun with the power ranking, maybe a little controversy. Once again, it comes from a place of love. 
Hope we'll see you on next episode of Hell. Let's talk. Exactly.